Welcome to Collaboration is Queen, a New World Women production. I'm your host, Dawn Morningstar, one of three co-founders of New World Women. Sean Vujot, Mecca Page, and I have collaborated to co-create New World Women, a women's organization that shares profits with women to reward them for expanding their consciousness and nurturing themselves. Our unique offering supports women's self-empowerment and economic sufficiency, and it emerged out of a respectful, inclusive, co-creative process based on collaboration at every turn and fun. Yes, there was lots of fun. The three of us are often overheard saying collaboration is queen. We invite you to welcome more collaboration into your life, knowing that you don't have to do it alone, whatever it is for you. Dust off your crown and enjoy. And always remember, collaboration is queen. It's really an honor to introduce Shannon Poppy to each of you. We were saying a little earlier before we got on the call, or maybe while we were on the call, what a great name that is, right? Shannon Poppy. It's a happy name. (laughs) Mecca and I were blessed to have Shannon's uh, full class that we took about five years ago, and what we learned transformed us. I ended up actually changing the way I write, including my signature, and have seen tremendous benefits from what Shannon taught Mecca and I in that class. So Mecca, Sean, and I connected with Shannon at Collage X. That's the metamorphosis connection gathering that we participated in. And we absolutely knew that Shannon would be a lovely addition to our luminary teacher lineup. So here we are. Shannon thought so too. So she'll be teaching the full Vimala handwriting class over a one-year period in our New World Women Academy, which is our online on-demand series of teachings. For members of New World Women, the class is included in your subscription, along with live Zoom classes from 30 other luminaries. So here's a little bit about Shannon. She lives to help others choose to uncover their soul's greatest joy. She's been an avid seeker of universal truth since she was shaken awake during a moment of total despair and surrender on her kitchen floor. In 2010, her oldest daughter became very ill and through that illness and more thankfully through that healing, Shannon's whole life changed. In that kitchen floor moment, she experienced an undeniable divine presence that inspired her to dive headfirst into all things metaphysical. Does that sound familiar to anyone here? Um, It led her to study the power that all people have in the area of conscious choice making, the law of attraction and the practices of the Ho'opono and the sacred symbolism of the Vimala alphabet truly inspired Shannon. After getting the blessing from Dr. Vimala Rogers, the creator of the Vimala alphabet, to share the sacred work of this alphabet, Shannon began teaching it in 2016 and then published her guidebook, The Choice is Yours, Unleash Your True Potential with the Vimala alphabet in 2017. Thousands of people from all over the world have benefited from this sacred mindful practice and have watched their lives transform. You can too. Welcome, Shannon. Let's unmute you. <laughs> it might Yay! be a good start, right? We definitely want to hear what you have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. There we go. So, Sorry about that. <laughs> there we go. Thank you so no much. Worries. Yeah. It's wonderful to be here. I'm excited and see everybody and share you know, um, a little bit about the alphabet and the time that we have here tonight and get you acquainted with it. So it is my honor and a real, you know, joy for me to be here. So thank you so much. Could I interrupt enough to say, would someone put how you spell that, the name of your alphabet in the chat? I guess I think the word of it. That Sean's on it already. (laughs) It's V as in Victor, I am as in Mary, A-L-A. Vimala. Yeah, Dr. Vimala Rogers is the creator. Mm-hmm. So let's dive right into 
asking you some questions so I can get to know you a little bit better. So when you look back over your life, um, what's a gift or a skill or a talent that emerged within you, something that you loved that made you feel alive? Well, you know, it's funny because what really <laughs> made me come to this particular teachings and to really what drew me to this was actually my fear, my huge paralyzing fear that I had of public speaking, of really um, dynamic self-expression, of just being seen and heard. Pretty sure I wasn't, well, I know <laughs> I'm an undiagnosed dyslexic. So school wasn't easy. And just the thought of being called on brought terror and fear to me, especially if I had to get up and write, which of all things, which now here I am talking about handwriting. And, um, you know, so I just got to the point that I was like, you know, in my 40s or whatever. And I had a wonderful life. It's not like I, you know, was afraid under a rock hiding or anything like that. It just had stopped me from pursuing so much that I just was like, what am I so afraid of? What? I, I don't get it. There has to be a way to change. So um, that's really what brought me to this point. Oh, I'm sorry. I think you're on mute. I Now I was on there mute. There we go. Mercury is retrograde, everyone. <laughs> so we shouldn't be surprised by some of these things. So I really love your authenticity, Shannon, of saying that it was fear that brought you to this, um, because many times we find that something that is holding us back is the thing that once it's released, it can really um, bring us into the fullness of our being. So thank you for being authentic. So what was your journey to sharing this gift with other people? How did that all come about? Well, like, you know, you had mentioned in reading, you know, t talking about my, my journey so far in 2010, my daughter did get sick. Um, she was going to be a senior in high school and she got a skin condition, which for lack of better term, I'll call it acne. It started out as acne. We thought, and, you know, we were so focused on the problem, which I, I know now <laughs> in my uh, studies and my learning and my teaching that what we focus on grows. And this was no different. We were so focused on getting rid of the acne that it really grew to something that became devastating. It turned into something other than acne. It became cystic boils all over her face. Um, we really became recluses for an entire summer. And it was the summer between her junior and senior year in high school. And it's supposed to be all about, you know, getting your picture taken and Facebook and all this stuff. And um, it was devastating. And thank God um, she just, we talked her into going to school because she didn't want to go when September rolled around. And I won't tell the whole story because it takes too long. But um, so she went to school and I would meet her in the parking lot because she was just really drinking organic juices, food. She'd eat, I remember in particular carrots. She would eat a carrot and she would get like, tons of little tiny bumps on top of these huge welts that she had all over her beautiful face. It was really like a deformity and um, painful mental, mentally, physically, in every way you can. So I would go to school and be in the parking lot and have these juices for her. She had done it for about a month, month and a half. And one morning she was driving out of the driveway, getting ready to go to school. And it was early. She was in the singing group that she had to um, thank God she was in the singing group because really that's what got her to go to school. She didn't want to miss this opportunity to be part of this amazing choir. And um, I waved to her and she just had this, she shrugged her shoulders and drove off. And I thought, oh my God, I could see in her face that she was like, what's the use? You know, she really, I think, wasn't that interested in being around. And I had fallen into a deep depression, was well under hundred pounds, skin and bones, um, not too interested in myself in being around, to be honest. And I just dropped, like you said, I dropped to my knees and had my kitchen for a moment where I begged. And I, I just said, if there's really anything or anybody out there listening, I can't do this alone. And all I can tell you is that I was knocked almost over off my knees by this whoosh of whatever took my breath away. Um, I didn't know what it was. I looked around the room like, what was that? I have no idea. And um, got up, went and woke up my husband and told him about it. And he's like, Okay, you know, like, what do you have in your coffee? What are you drinking? <laughs> and, no, I, this really happened. 
So a day or two went by. I met an amazing stranger at Lakewinds who asked me what was going on. I told her she introduced me to someone in energy field, an energy healer. Through that amazing person, I, like you said, got introduced to metaphysics and found out about Louise Hay. And by listening to Louise Hay's I Can Tape, which I'd listened to multiple times since that um, meeting these people in 2010 through the next few years. And she had talked about how her life really didn't start to unfold until she was about 49 years old. She started her publishing company. She became a wonderful gardener. She became, you know, started painting pictures. And she said that her life continued to unfold in amazing ways because she changed her handwriting and she was inspired to do so by Dr. Vimala Rogers. And I thought, wow. And I had listened to this numerous times. And, but for some reason, that time I wrote that down because I thought maybe that's my opportunity. And I, and I want to say, um, you know, this was a few years after that kitchen floor moment, which thank God my daughter's fine. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes I forget to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, she's yes. She, the energy healing that we had done was a catalyst for her healing. We found out she had developed leaky gut syndrome, probably from the antibiotics that she had been taking so many. And um, that's another story. But anyway, she's fine. She's now 30 years old and has a baby who I love very much. (laughs) But anyways, um, yeah, thank you. Um, So I found out this Louise Hay, I talked about Vimal Rogers. And for some reason, I wrote that down. And I had been listening to it for years. When I go to bed at night, I'd listen to this, you know, these positive affirmations and think, okay, maybe this is it. So I ordered at the time she had a kit that she sold and I ordered the kit and started writing in my kitchen and just started with the letter of my name, the S, the way I formed my S. And I started to feel different. I started to feel different. I started to feel more hopeful. I started to feel more confident. And I thought, weird. All I've done is literally change one letter of my name or one letter in the whole alphabet. And, um, So then I moved on to a couple other letters. And then one day I decided, well, I'm going to email her. Like, I don't know if she'll ever get it. It's probably like, you know, emailing Louise Hay or somebody like that. And I emailed her. And within two minutes, she responded to me. And she just said, oh, thank you so much, Shannon. What a glorious letter. And um, Rebecca will probably laugh because she can probably hear Vimala saying that. It's so (laughs) wonderful to hear your, your glorious story. And, you know, she started talking to me. And I just said, oh, my gosh, do you have... um, workshops. Is there any way I can meet you? I mean, I had chills from head to toe. I have to say my body really reacted to her, to our conversation. Anyways, she did. She said she didn't because she's getting older, but then she decided to, and I went. And as they say, the rest is history. We had an instant connection and um, she had, you know, said, I told her I had an idea. I really wanted to share everything I'd learned. And she said, you can share the alphabet. I said, I can. And she said, yes. And, I, and she goes, you'll share it with tons of people. And I said, yeah, but I don't public speak. And she said, you will. <laughs> and you are. And I am, so. so what helped you expand your confidence along the way, Shannon? You know, honestly, writing the letters of the alphabet was oh. my foundation. And I, you know, I do a lot of things. I'm a seeker like the rest of you. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in many things. Like we said, I do the whole Pono Pono, which is a Hawaiian practice of cleansing and clearing, which I find very much like what the alphabet does. And I, you know, I listen to lots of teachers online. I take lots of classes and, um, and everything builds upon each other, I feel. But truly, I know that the alphabet has made a huge difference in my it's life. It's magical. It really yeah, is. It really magical. is. And not only bringing about confidence, but um, opening the doors for me to even know what it is I wanted to do. I mean, I would have never guessed in a gazillion years that I would be teaching the sacred symbolism of our alphabet. (laughs) That's amazing. So So before we get to your teaching, and we definitely want to get to that quickly, I just wanted to know, what are a few things that resonate with you about New World Women that made you want to become a part of it? Well, the first thing that did was you ladies. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've got to be honest, and I'm a person that totally follows my heart. Um, You know, some people might say that's naive or that's Pollyanna or whatever you want to call it, but I am heart-based. I make decisions on heart. And like you had said, Dawn, I had the pleasure of meeting you and Mecca. And then I got to meet Sean later. But um, when Dawn Marion actually invited me to that conference you're talking about that we met at, um, again, reacquainted, I just knew when you 
when it came up that you were doing it, that whatever it is you're doing, I'm in. (laughs) And then when I found out what it was, I was thrilled because, you know, supporting women do exactly what we're doing here and achieve a higher level of consciousness themselves and greater confidence and discovering their soul's greatest joy is exactly what I want to be in the business of. So beautiful. Well, let's get right into your teaching. Thank you so much for answering the questions with such heart. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, um, so yes, I am here to share the amazing, wonderful transformational power of a specific handwriting system and alphabet that was created by Dr. Vimla Rogers. Um, You know, we were all taught a certain alphabet, right? Especially, and I'm talking about cursive handwriting here is mainly what I'm talking about. It's actually a print script. It's not exactly totally cursive writing. Like maybe we learned, I think what I learned was the Danelian system. And I'm assuming mainly it's Palmer or Danelian that we learned in school. And I found out that not all alphabets are created equal. That we learned a lot of strokes and a lot of forming this, these sacred symbols that they weren't taught to us as sacred symbols. And we didn't know the meanings of the letters. And I don't even know if the alphabeticians that created those alphabets knew the sacred value of the letters themselves. Because I found out as I'm researching all this that um, a lot of the strokes are actually self sabotaging, you know, fear based strokes that we learn. So, um, Because our handwriting is a graphic representation of our subconscious thoughts, which is how we see ourselves in the world and the world around us. It's this graphic representation of that. Therefore, it's also a tool. It's a tool and it's a gateway that if we change the way we write, we can change the way we think and, you know, release those fears and and get rid of those, um, you know, maybe some some strokes that we were taught and some letters that we were taught that aren't supportive of us being exactly who we were meant to be. There's some fear-based, like I mentioned, strokes. There's some strokes that maybe put our ego in charge instead of our heart and things like that. So, um, so it's awesome that we have this tool now that we can use it like graphology in reverse. Instead of getting your hand, handwriting analyzed, it can be used as a tool to bring forth the strengths that we want in our life. So, um, so it's amazing. And like I said, every letter of our alphabet has a soul-based quality that would, when it's inscribed in a specific manner, is brought forth into our lives. And we do live in a law of attraction. We live in a world that is based on the law of attraction and call it the law of magnetism, whatever you want. But when we pick up our pens and write with a specific um, system, it truly does bring amazing stuff into our life. But the first thing I'd like to talk to you about is um, just some overall aspects of handwriting in general. So if you don't, even if you don't learn any specific letters, just in looking at some handwriting that you have of yourself, we don't have time here to do a, a sample page, but thing, everything matters. The way that the letters are slanted matters, the spacing around your margins matter, things like that. So I'm just going to share a little information with you. And if you have a pen and paper, you definitely can jot it down. Um, But we'll start with like just the margins. If you're writing a letter, the top margin on the paper, you have the top, you have a left side, a bottom side, and a right side. The top of the paper represents the amount of control that you have in life. And we don't want to be in total control. We want to leave room for inspiration. So a healthy margin would be about an inch or an inch and a half from the top of the paper. Just, I use my thumb. It's like a little cheater. I put my thumb up there and then I start writing underneath it. Um, The left side of the page, if, you know, when you're writing that letter, don't start way over at that left side of the page. Give yourself again that inch or inch and a half, that thumb space, because that represents the past. We want to bless it and let it go. And you'll notice if you look at your writing, oh gosh, I always do start right up at that left hand margin. Maybe you're kind of hanging out in the past a little too much. We want to release it and let it go. The bottom of the page, again, an inch or an inch and a half, that represents the amount of joy, the room we leave for joy. And what we want is balance. So we're saying, you know, I want a ton of joy in my life. I'm going to leave this much of margin. That would be considered an extreme. And uh, we don't want extremes because this thing is no 
extremes in handwriting, no extremes in life. So that's just, um, and then the right side, the right side of the page, that's the future. We want to go over as far as we can without compressing words, but we don't need, that's the only side that you don't really want that inch to inch and a half margin. So that's just a little something that, you know, you can change in your handwriting that will bring a different energy into your life. Another thing you're going to want to notice about your handwriting is the slant, the angle of it. You know, does your handwriting, um, is it pretty much straight up and down or does it lean way forward or does it lean way back? Our handwriting is a lot like our posture almost. And even, you know, if we're in a group of people, our body language. So if you're leaning way back, you kind of think of it like arms crossed, leaning back. Um, you're holding back. You're holding back. And it's normally because of fear. Everything kind of boils down to that. And um, so if you can just, you know, bring your handwriting more to a straight up and down or a slightly right would a right forward slant that gives you a 360 view and um, a little positive you know like chin up you know little positive thoughts and things like that you don't want it to be too far to the right otherwise it's kind of like you're too close <laughs> and um sometimes people who have handwriting that leans really far to the right get so caught up in the details that they might not get started on the project that they want to do so that's something you can look for in your handwriting Another thing um, is spacing. You know, are, are you super crunched up? Do you have words? Can you read every letter? Are they all scrunched up together? Are they super elongated? Mm. And you only can fit three words on one whole line? You know, you don't, that's extreme. Um, you want to be aware of your spacing and have room for each beautiful letter to be seen by itself. And even between the lines, you know, you don't want your lowercase of your Y to to be in touch with the top of the next letter. So just little things like that, that you can look at the writing you've got in front of you or that you have in your life and just see, wow. And you'll notice, um, I've noticed that my handwriting has changed like at certain times of my life. And um, when I talk about the letters, I will, I'll fill you in on some of that. So um, that's just kind of some overall aspects of handwriting in general. Another thing to know is that curves in our handwriting represent heart-based energy, angles are analytical or mental energy. Both are important. Again, what's most important is balance. We want to create harmony and balance within our handwriting and within our life. Um, so, so that is just a little bit, like I say, about aspects of handwriting. And again, I, if you had a sample in front of you, you could look, but you all know what your handwriting looks like and you know how you write. Cursive handwriting literally pulls from a different part of your brain than printing or typing. When you wrap your fingers around a pen and write with cursive, because of the way that it is and because of what is required in order for you to make that happen on paper, you are firing up both hemispheres of your brain and pulling from your creative center. I like to say creator center. Mm -hmm. You're connecting with that and you're harmonizing with your heart. Um, some wonderful scientific information that I'm learning from Greg Braden, who I'm a huge fan of, as you know, Dawn anyways, um, mm -hmm. is that our heart actually now is proven to have the same neurons or neurons of their own, similar to our brain. So we truly have our, this heart energy that is intelligent. And we're tapping into that when we wrap our fingers around our pen and write in cursive. Same as when you play a musical instrument or oddly enough, eat with chopsticks. I didn't know that, but I learned it. Um, when we print and when we type, we are using mainly left brain activity. You're, of course, your whole brain works, but mainly left brain activity. And it's like putting up a little fence. If you print with what's called regular printing, which is some uppercase, some lowercase, that's like putting a little fence around your heart. Um, it's a protective thing there. You only let people so close. If you print with block printing, which is all uppercase letters, that's a wall. So if you're a printer and you want to access that heart energy and access that creativity, just add, connect a few letters. Um, they say don't dive into straight cursive because sometimes too much energy change doesn't feel good. Um, even though it's a wonderful thing that you're going to want to get there eventually. Um, I shared a story before about a stepsister, my stepsister, whose mom died quite young and she was a printer. And she said, you know, I love my mom so much, but I just have never been able to grieve her. 
And I said, I know you're a printer. And I'm just wondering if you tried to just start writing in cursive to see if you had any shift in that area. She did. And she said it was amazing that the first thing was that her kids noticed her handwriting was different because she worked out of the home, but always left notes for them. And she was like, I'm surprised. They're like, I love seeing your handwriting, mom. She's like, oh, okay. And then she said she started writing letters to people and they started saying how important it was to see her handwriting in these letters, how much it meant to them. And then she said, you know, maybe a week into it or two weeks into it, she just said, I had not what I would call a breakdown, but a breakthrough. I cried and I sobbed like I haven't. And I released and I felt my mom in my heart. And it's been amazing. And all I did was switch from printing to cursive. So, so that's a, a powerful change that you can make. So anyways, that is some information just about handwriting in general. And I'm, I'm trying to keep my eye on the clock a little bit here because I can ramble all day long. <laughs> and what I'd like to talk about the specific letters of the alphabet that I'd like to share with you and the way that I've learned to inscribe them through Vimla's teachings to bring forth the very best in ourselves. Because like I said, every quality, every letter holds a soul-based quality that lives in our personality. And when we inscribe it in a supportive manner that Vimla has spent her whole life <laughs> researching and bringing forth, and it's truly sacred symbolism, and we know the power of, of symbolism, that we can um, bring forth this energy into our life. And I like to think of it as kind of like doubling up. Like, I want this in my life, and I can think it, and I can say it, and I could say an affirmation, but to write it on paper is a whole new energy. So I'm not only thinking it and saying it, I'm writing it. So I'm tripling up actually. <laughs> so it is just super powerful. So the letters I chose to talk about, and I'm old school, I don't have PowerPoints. You're just going to see me hold things up <laughs> is the wealth ways through new world women, which we talked about here already this morning. And I love it. You know, the W E A L T H wealth, right? I'm going to start with the letter W which, oh, excuse me here a second, is in the New World Women, meaning um, stands for wisdom. And oddly enough, or coincidentally enough, the W stands for the teacher. It's the letter of the teacher. Makes sense <laughs> to me. And it's just, I love to share what I've learned. It doesn't mean you have to stand up in front of a classroom. It's just sharing with whoever what you've learned and that you love. And this is the Vimla W. Now, she used to have a pointed W, which would be more analytical thinking. And it has gotten switched to the curve, which is, of course, all heart energy. So the important thing with these letters is that you want to start here and have this open cup that meets in the middle and is a V. The V stands for spiritual discernment. And these open, soft cups are open to the top, which is everything that goes in on in your brain, in your head, and your creativity. So it's like two open vessels. And then once you fill those vessels with what you want, you share them. What you want to watch for not having is the right side of your W leaning in at all or having a loop in it. Because if it leans in or curves in, that's self-doubt. And if there's a loop, that exasperates that self-doubt. Because in handwriting, loops are containers. And Sometimes you want containers, sometimes you don't. You don't want a container at the top of your W because you don't want to hold on to that self-doubt. Just uppercase, lowercase, they're just pretty much the same. And um, it's the letter of the teacher. So I love that one. They're all great. Mm -hmm. We'll go for the E. The E in, in the New World Women is enjoyment. The E in the Vimala alphabet is all about tolerance. It's enjoying being with people who are different than you. So... There we go again. Um, and I'm sorry, I have to flip around my book here a little bit because my printer wasn't working, so I couldn't print these out. Um, anyways, it's the letter of tolerance. It's all about enjoying being with people who are different when, than you. What we use in the Vimla alphabet is called the Epsilon E. I learned an E that had a loop at the top, a loop in the middle, and a loop at the bottom. Those are all containers hanging on to things that we probably don't want to hang on to. This is total heart energy toward the future. Mm -hmm. And it's like I say, it's all about tolerance, being non-judgmental about people who hold opposing views to yours. It's okay. We don't have to all think alike. We can, we can get along. <laughs> so this Epsilon E brings forth the writer, the artist, 
the musician, the literary scholar. It brings those qualities forth in our life. And there's two types of low of lowercase e's that you can choose to use and intermingle or use both. And when you use what's called the teardrop e, something you want to watch for is to keep it open like our minds and our ears. But these epsilon e's are heart energy. And again, they've got those little v's, which I said v's are spiritual discernment. So that is, is powerful stuff. The A. The A, there are two mosts in the entire alphabet. The A is the most spiritual and the H is the most dynamic, which I'm thrilled because both letters are in this word. <laughs> um, the A is all about spiritual stardom. It's transforming ego into spirit. I learned to do my uppercase A in cursive, much like my lowercase A, only bigger. And that circular counterclockwise motion encompasses our ego. So it really has us have our ego be center stage. And um, it, you know, that's where fear lives and things like that. So this star A is the letter to practice if you want to overcome stage fright or be comfortable speaking in front of a crowd, just be comfortable in your own skin doing whatever. It starts with what's called a Lincoln foot because Abraham Lincoln signed his name this way with this A. And you start with a Lincoln foot, you go up, you have this inverted V, and then you have a horizontal loop in the center there. And that horizontal loop stands for nothing will stop me. It is like putting the pedal to the metal. So this A you will feel, especially if you write the rounded A like we learned. And, and again, I always reiterate that this is not about judgment. I'm like, I do not analyze people's handwriting. I don't even like to see handwriting when I talk about things. I just like to teach the letters because they're just awesome opportunities for learning. And I know I can hardly wait to change my handwriting, but there's a lot of people that love their letters and the way they write them. And that's okay too. It's always a choice, right? The choice is ours, just opportunity. <laughs> so the lowercase a does have that circle and we have egos. We need to have egos. They keep us safe, I guess I've been told. <laughs> and so um, we just want to keep them small. We don't want them to drive the bus. We want them to be a passenger. So that is the A. I am going to mention a, an A that's a caveat that I ask you that if you have it in your handwriting to notice, and this is called a shield A, because that's exactly what it does. It shields you from knowing your gifts and talents and letting them shine through. It's a very popular A that a lot of fifth grade girls in particular will pick up in school. And, you know, your friend does it. You think it's cute. It's cool. You do it. And it really shields you from, from having your gift shine forth. So if you have it, that's a good one to, to change. Okay. And then we are on the L. And the L stands for love. And what you want to love about this L is that it stands for your innate spiritual nature. And um, if the letter that we talk about happens to be the letter of your first name, pay special attention to it because the first letter of your first name is a huge clue to your life path and um, to something that can become your greatest gift. It just, you know, it depends on where you are on your journey. It may be like for me, um, my S was something that I definitely needed in my life and was like, <laughs> could hardly wait to bring it in. Oops, uh-oh, there goes my stuff. <laughs> But anyways, um, this is the L and it's your innate spiritual nature. And it's all about aligning your choices with your spiritual nature. The L I learned again, had the little loop at the top and the little loop at the bottom. And not only is that a container that you don't want, but that causes a reversal of energy. And it's something that you really want to get rid of if, if you can. I know they're beautiful. They're so pretty, <laughs> but it's, it's what it brings forth. The lowercase L is much like the L we learned, which is um, just you want that loop there. And I'm sorry, I have to grab my cards because they just <laughs> up Isn't this fascinating? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. It's, it's so fun. And you know, what's so cool about it is it's simple. It's simple, simple, simple. And a lot of times I think we think things have to be really hard to change our life. And um it's like something as simple as changing one letter might change things. It's cool. <laughs> the T. The T is all about, in your uh, six wealth ways, 
tranquility. And in the Vimla alphabet, it is the letter of the visionary, hmm. which I think you'd feel pretty tranquil if you figured out what your vision is and what you want to share with the world. The uppercase T in this Vimla letter looks much like a printed T, not that different. You have that I am stroke and there's nothing stronger than declaring I am. So when you do this, you think, and you know, they become mental red flags when you're writing them. Once you know the meanings, I am, and then the crossbar is kind of like chin up, you know, you're looking up your good attitude and you're moving forward. It's the lowercase T that's really unusual for people. You start at the bottom, you go up and you retrace. You do not want to loop. Um, the retrace is a dignity stroke. And you, so you want the dignity of the retrace all the way down. And then you cross that T right at the top. It's like, yes, lowercase T right at the top. We were probably all taught to do it midway or maybe three quarters or something like that. Be mediocre, be just like everybody else. No, this is how you raise the bar and how you see yourself. And just a short sidebar, when I was going through that hard time, when my daughter was sick, I worked at my husband's insurance agent agency. I just filled in part-time to do something when my kids were in school. <laughs> And I would send thank you letters because I was the love and gratitude gal. <laughs> and during that time, when I wrote sent letter, I crossed my T's together and it looked like a, it literally hit the bottom of my paper of the baseline of the letters. And I knew nothing about the alphabet and I never crossed my T's like that before. It just, it was reflective of how I was feeling. So that's the team, the visionary. And if you have anything in your life that requires willpower, this is the only willpower stroke in the entire alphabet. It strengthens willpower and it, um, it is an awesome letter. Okay, H. The H is, like I said, the other powerhouse, the A and the H. And in the wealth ways, it's all about health. And this is handwriting that heals. So this is all about health. And this is the letter of courage. It's um, you know, it's dynamic self-expression. Like I said, the A was the most spiritual. The H is the most dynamic because here you say, I am, I am, and nothing will stop me. Um, that, that affirmation twice and nothing will stop me. The lowercase H looks much like the H that we probably all know. Mm -hmm. And if you turn it upside down, it kind of looks like a Y, which is healthy self-acknowledgement. So so that is the H. And um, those are the letters of the six wealth ways, which I thought was so cool because as I was thinking about sharing what letters to share and things like that, that was just such a perfect, you know, way to just share a few of them. But also the number six, I learned through my teachings with Vimal as well. That six is extremely representative and mathematically it represents structure, function, and order of which the result is manifestation. Mm. So it's it's no surprise that you ladies picked the six letters for your our wonderful community here. <laughs> so I I think am I at time? I don't know. I'm trying to watch the clock and see where I'm at. I love that. Yeah. So that's just yeah. a part of it. Obviously, it's there's much more to know and learn. But yes, thank you so much, Shannon. Um, I, I know that if anybody on this call and those who are, will be watching the replay, um, if they want to dive deeper into like their own name and the meaning of the letters and their name and all of that, it's really fascinating. And like I said, I changed my whole handwriting after I still occasionally, if I'm not paying attention, I'll go back to the old letter and it doesn't feel right anymore. Right, um, right. But yes. um, when I do it, it really makes me feel different when I'm doing it. So you're an amazing teacher. I just saw Don Marion put that in the chat and I think we would all agree. And I loved your old school holding things up. That was awesome because we got to see you instead of you disappearing into a tiny little screen with the... Yeah. Uh, with the presentation screen yeah. up. Thank you so much. And I know um, when you begin teaching once we launch, it's going to be a very popular class. <laughs> yeah, so thank you again. And how can people get in touch with you in the meantime? Well, my website that I have is shannonpoppy.com. 
And I have, you know, some classes there that I offer. I do um, Zoom mainly now. It's been Zoom, either independent or group classes. And um, I guess I didn't ask, I, is, can I mention a retreat that I have coming up? Um, or is- probably not because these are time. Okay. These get played sure. over. But um- Well, on the website, uh, under the classes and events, I'll have upcoming retreats and classes and things like that. So if there's anything that, you know, people are interested in doing, like if it's a bigger group or something, I'm always um, excited to, to do whatever somebody wants me to do, even if it's not listed. So reach out. I've got my number on there. Let's all unmute ourselves and say thank you to Shannon. I love it. It's It's wonderful information. Thank you. Thank you all all for being here. So now we are going to move into our um, wonderful announcements of what's coming up and they will be presented to you by New World Women Artistic Director and Co-Founder Mecca Page. So take it away, Mecca. (laughs) Hi, everybody. While I pull my screen up, Jill Goo, did you have a question for Shannon? I did. I wasn't sure if we could ask questions or not, but this is kind of a, I'm a little scared to ask, but (laughs) my handwriting constantly changes. And if you look at all, I journal and write, and it looks like five or six different people, my handwriting, and it's not like, in a year or when something dramatic happens. I mean, it's from day to day. What does that say about me? <laughs> Is that a problem? <laughs> no. And like I say, you know, um, I, I just think that you're probably in a different place. You're probably in a different mind space when you're writing. I don't know if you're like physically at different places at work versus home or whatever, but just as a quick example, I have a friend who is an artist. And when I talked to her about the A's, she said, oh, that's funny. When I paint pictures and sign my signature, my autograph on the piece of art, I use that star A. But for bills and anything else at home, I always use the circular A. So for her, it's just she's in her creative mind space and therefore her handwriting is different. That that could be, I guess. OK, that's that helpful. your question. Yeah, but. I, I do feel like I. Yeah, it depends on kind of like my mood <laughs> and right. how I write. But sometimes I write small, sometimes it's big, and sometimes it's printing, and sometimes it's cursive. Like it's literally all over the board. So I thought maybe that, you know, well, yeah. The smaller the handwriting, the more of a mental analytical space you're in. The, you know, um, the larger the handwriting, the more heart space or the more creative, probably. Okay. Being. Okay. Great. This is helpful. Thank you so much. This was fascinating. I loved it. Awesome. Thank you. I, I hope you. Jill. Yeah. Okay. And now we can move on to announcements. All right. Well, we just want to let everyone know that we have some more new founding mothers and we would love for everyone to help us reach our goal of 100 founding mothers before we launch. So if every one of us just reached out to one person and half of those people came forward to be founding mothers, we would reach our goal in no time. So consider that a little challenge and see if we can't make that happen. We would love to be able to report that by our next third Thursday. Um, Vaughn, do you wanna make a little comment about our 30 luminaries? Well, I will just say that um, Shannon is a fine example of some of the beautiful teachings that we will be offering when we launch um, in our New World Women Academy. Each woman brings an extraordinary gift to the table, and we will be able to serve women and inspire them and teach them in all different kinds of ways, meeting women where they are. So I'm really, I'm very proud, honored, excited, and grateful for the women who are a part of our academy so far. So mm, thank that's you. It. All right. So here's another little challenge. Are, are you all ready to have some fun and grow your circle? Now that applies to people that are all women that are already founding mothers, but you could be a non-founding mother and consider having a party and become a founding mother mm-hmm. and get 10 or 20 of your friends together. Dawn is willing to put to uh, be at those kinds of gatherings and to share all the information about New World Women and answer questions and 
help you grow your circle and maybe become, have a circle for yourself if you haven't already become a founding mother. Um, we've got one coming up, right, Sean? I mean, um, Dawn, you've got... Yes, we do. Um, Annette Regalo is one of our founding mother luminaries, and she is sending out um, an invitation to a large group of her colleagues and friends and uh, clients. And we are doing um, a group of 20 um, in October. And we'll have wine and cheese, and, um, and I'll do a little... Um, explanation of what new world women is and a meditation and a little a little inspirational teaching and all of that so it's really going to be fun and I, I love doing that I love talking about new world women so if that's something you'd like me to do if you're not local then we could do it on zoom perfect thank you so we have some really big things that have been in the works and again I'm gonna let Dawn share more of this because she's been the one um, really personal up personal and close with these guys and gals. <laughs> well, it's it's very exciting. Um, uh, one of our luminaries, Michelle Ray, recommended that um, Minnesota, um, it's Voyage Minnesota magazine. Um, they have a hidden gem series and they featured me on behalf of New World Women. And that just came out in September. That was very, the beginning of September. So that's letting people know more about us. And I was also asked, and I don't know how they found me, it's a company in New York called Close Up TV. And they've asked me to be a guest on their Empowering Women series. And so um, I'm in negotiations with them right now about the time and the date and all of that. And then Sunit Van Breda, who's from South Africa, she was introduced to me by Tony Lantis from Australia. <laughs> and uh, I just connected with Sunit today and I'll be um, featured on their Power Hour show talking about women's empowerment on November 21st. And then very exciting news, um, we have partnered, New World Women has partnered with The Edge magazine and we are very um, much looking forward to that collaboration. We think it's a match made in heaven. And we have another one of these coming up, but I'm not at liberty to share it. So you'll need to be on next month's call in order to find out about this very big announcement. Perfect. All right. So believe it or not, fall is almost here. I honestly do not know where the summer has gone. It feels like we just came out with the summer magazine, but here we are ready to, to get the publishing get done for the fall magazine. So um, if you have uh, if you are a founding mother, you will be able to um, you will get an email that will have your referral link so that you can send that out and um, encourage people to uh, take a look at the magazine. And if you are not a founding mother yet, join us and get that circle going by by getting a, a link, a referral link so that you can send the magazine out. And thank you to all of our luminaries that contributed. Um, we've got a great issue and it's almost ready to hit the virtual press. <laughs> and really quick, um, we continue to make great strides with our software. Right this very minute, they are doing a bunch of load testing in India to make sure that the system will not crash while everyone is hot on, on, on it and using it. So we will have more information about the uh, beta testing that will be coming up very soon. So we'll keep you up to date on that. Um, on October, our third Thursday is the 20th. We'll be featuring Anna Forliddy, who is a postural alignment specialist. She's also the founder of Postural Healing. And her presentation will be called The Hidden Secret to Really Loving Your Body. Um, Anna has just some wonderful advice to give about the importance of our posture. And um, it's, it's just, yeah, we, Dawn and I have done some of her exercises and they're amazing. She's really great. Otherwise, I think, I think we made it. We made it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Mecca. You're welcome. Yay. Thank you, Mecca. Beautiful. And with your lovely slides too. Oh, sure. <laughs> and Shannon, thank you so much. Thank your teaching you. was awesome. That was, it's just like everybody has said, it's so fascinating. Things we did not, didn't know about the letter. Um, and so I have a few questions to ask after 
okay, um, after great. we're done. I felt the same way when I heard about it. So thank you. <laughs> oh, and Perfect. we have a quick question, Sean, before we go on from Diana. She wants to know, is a first founder different than a founding mother? Here's how we would answer that. All um, first, first founders and, and founding mothers are the same, same thing. thing. Mm -hmm. That's the first 100. So all luminary teachers are founding mothers, but not all founding mothers are luminary teachers. So does that answer your question? Thank you. Okay, Sean, over to you. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so how do you feel inside knowing that there is an intentional loving community of like-hearted women who are creating a new world? Please join us so you can be heard understood, honored, and supported. We have designed with love three ways to transform your life. Inspired teachings from beautiful uh, luminaries like Shannon Poppy, like-hearted community, and a path to your greater prosperity. If it's in your heart to join our New World Women community, you can go to newworldwomen.com to learn more. If you have any questions, you can schedule an appointment with Dawn by scrolling to the bottom of the Founders Circle page on the New World Women website. New World Women are ready for better. We are an intentional, like-hearted sisterhood of seekers and sages who support one another's self-empowerment and abundance. Let's all claim better, better lives, better relationships, better treatment of our dear Mother Earth, better prosperity for all, better futures for generations to come, better connections with one another. Thank you for joining us, dear sisters. We hope to see you at our next third Thursday in October. As Mecca said, our special guest presenter will be Anna Forlitti the founder of Postural Healing, and she'll teach us the hidden secret to really loving your body. So just mark that date, October 20th, 7.30 Central. And uh, I believe Mecca has already posted that event on our yes. website. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. oh, wonderful. So you can even uh, register for the event so to, just, to ensure that you get that Zoom link. Uh, okay. Okay, so thank you all so much and uh, we hope you have a wonderful evening. If you do have some questions for Shannon, she is going to stay on for a little bit to answer your questions. Thank you, everybody. Blessings, everyone. Please visit NewWorldWomen.com to learn more about our exciting collaboration and how it can support you and other women in your life. We would love to welcome you into our first Founders Circle, which you can explore on our site. If you like Collaboration is Queen, please give us a five-star rating and tell your friends. Thank you, and remember to keep your crown ready so women can collaborate to create a new world for themselves and for our world. A world of love, inclusion, collaboration, and abundance.